No matter how difficult and painful it might be, nothing sounds as good to the soul as the truth. Marta back. You're listening to The Real Estate Investor Show, episode number 13th. Welcome, ladies, to The Real Estate Investor Show, providing inspiration, strategies, and insight to empower women investors to live balanced and financially free lives. Now, here are your co-hosts, Liz and Andressa. Have you ever used your age as a limiting factor to your success? Well, today's guest, Emily Snyder, got started in real estate investing two years ago when she was only 19 years old. After moving to LA to find herself, one thing led to another, and she discovered the power of wholesaling and made her very first $5,000. As her confidence grew, so did her results. Just this past year, she closed 40 wholesale deals by herself and joined venturing with others nationwide. Hey, Andressa, how are we doing? Hey, Liz, I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm going a little crazy uh, currently because I'm getting ready for my daughter's first birthday party. What? And, uh, yeah, it's, it's one year. One oh. years old. It creeped up. And I, I totally last minute with everything that I've been preparing. So everything I did for my son, I'm like, I got to get this party together in, in a short amount of time. So that's, that's what's kind of coming up for me. But I cannot believe she is one years old. So that has just flown by. <laughs> I remember when she was born. It seems like Yesterday. two months ago. I know. I know. <laughs> your second child, people say, and then they're like, wait till you have your third. I'm like, I don't think I'm having any more children, but okay. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I'm good with two. I'm good with two. We're really, really excited to have our uh, guest here, Emily, on our show today. Welcome, Emily. Thank you, guys. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we're going to get into a lot of neat uh, discussion around wholesaling and all the things that Emily is up to. But before we do that, though, Andressa, you wanted to jump in and, and talk a little bit about wholesaling before we even jumped into Emily's story. Yeah, absolutely. I work with wholesalers all the time. And before we get started, I'm so excited about this show and having a wholesaler woman doing it. I, I've never bought a deal from a wholesaler woman before. You so never? Super, never. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh, exactly. Insane. Exactly. So we need to talk more. We haven't either. We haven't either. Right? Wow. Yeah. And majority of our deals come from wholesalers. So it's such an important piece of our business. So before we get started, I just want to, uh, in a nutshell, explain to our listeners what, what is wholesaler. There's different versions of it. But basically, um, the wholesaler is that person that speaks with a homeowner or the representative of that house, gets that property under contract for a, a price. And then looks for a buyer, assign that contract or close it and sell it to an investor or another person for mm -hmm. a profit. So basically, if she gets under the contract for 70 and uh, sell it for 100, 30 is hers. So basically flipping the paper. But there's much more that goes into it. And that's Absolutely. what we're going to talk about. Right, Absolutely. Emily? Absolutely. And before we, before we get into all that, we'd love to hear, Emily, how you got into this business. You know, your, uh, your story is really, really interesting. And just share, share with the listeners. And you've been in, in doing this for a couple of years. So how did you, yeah. what, what compelled you to get involved in wholesaling and, and real estate investing? I know you're up to other things as well. Um, you know, it's, I, I don't think I truly understood like, like, how much impact wholesaling had on my life until I started to 
like to really be in the moment of where I am today. And I got started because like when I grew up, I always knew I wanted to, to do something more. And, and I had this drive inside of me that I knew I was destined for, for more. And um, when I found wholesaling, I realized I wasn't only selling a house. I wasn't only connecting a homeowner with a buyer. I was, I was literally changing like my city and I was changing any city that I was working in. And my philosophy has always been you change, you change a house, you, you change a family, you change the neighborhood and then you change the city. And it's, there's so many things that go into it, you know, when you think of, of what a house represents. And there's a quote that a house um, is only beams. No, it's concrete and beams, but a home is love and dreams and or something like that along the lines. But it really it really spoke to me because a, a single family home is where is, is what makes everything happen in, in a family. You know, it's the space you create. And there's so many things when it comes to 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 single family homes, you know, instead of just wholesaling. But so when I fell into wholesaling, I realized it was it was an incredible vessel for me to find purpose and propel myself through through the business and everybody that I met along the way. Absolutely. What you're saying is just such an important point because so many people out there look at wholesale as their first option, but they look at the task itself that, and the task itself doesn't have any meaning to them. So they get discouraged and the fear of the unknown, how to right. do all of that, um, prevent them to, to move forward. Well, right. how was your first deal? How did you make that happen? Um, I, I want to say like, I want to think I had like many deals because my first deals were almost like this adrenaline rush. And um, my first deal, I started working for a few young guys who actually introduced me into wholesaling. And um, so my first deal, I started marketing and um, I found a broker and he was like, and it was just so surreal. Like my first deal, I'm so young and, and I'm saying, I buy houses, I, I can pay cash, you know. And then this broker is like, he could choose anybody, right? He has a million agents to, to like give the deal to. And he says, I want to give you a shot. I want to give you one chance. And so that was, that was really what propelled me to find the confidence. And so um, we ended up, you know, getting the property under contract. We thought we were going to make like $14,000. And then so many things happened. Like there was a foreclosure, there was probate, there were liens. And then the deal ended up making, I think, like $3,000 at the end of the day. But regardless, there were so many lessons that came from just that one deal. And once it closed and funded and I got my percentage, then I was like, this is real. Like, it works, you know? And I remember coming home and my parents were like, well, is this illegal? Like, what's <laughs> going on, you know? So there was so many, there was so many adrenaline rushes happening um, for my first three deals. And I think... I think the takeaway was just how it, how, how, how it builds so much confidence inside of you and really just gives you the courage to say, I can do this, you know? So let me take a step back here. So you're working for a couple of guys and these, these, these guys that you're working for, were they, did they have like a real estate investing company or did they just do wholesaling? Did they do a lot of different things? What, what was, what did that look like? 
So ironically, when I first started, they were starting too, but they introduced me to the idea. And so they, 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 they had the connections of doing nationwide deals. And then I made relationships with the connections. We still work together and we still do deals together, but they were the ones who introduced me um, to the world of wholesaling. So they would, they, they would pretty much sell their deals to um, bigger companies and then, and then delegate so many tasks from there. Okay. So okay. it was just, it was just, it was just finding the deal, bringing the deal to the, to the company, you know, and knowing what outlined the deals. So we used our time effectively. That's great. So the past year you closed 40 deals. Mm-hmm. How did you make that happen? What, what exactly were or your actions to make that happen? Um, the actions to make that happen, I think it was joint venturing. When I think about doing everything by myself this year, it would have been impossible. And really utilizing other relationships. And I, I just can't say enough about relationships in any business. And in wholesaling, it's like, it's like you, you do good to others and others do good to you. And so when I, when I, when I started understanding, you know, my time is valuable that I'm only one person, I can't be spread thin. Then I learned to build relationships with others, trust that, 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 that they're going to, to do the right thing, and then make sure that everything is taken care of, you know, in a systematic order. Send pictures, go to the property, you know, and then relay everything back to title. So, so that's interesting. So you, so you went, take a step back too, because I'm always curious, like what the what the step-by-step, you know, for people is because it's, it's, it's so impressive to say, okay, wow, it's 40, 40 deals you did in one year. That's really impressive. Right. Uh, especially in, in your, your, your newer to this business, but you did a few deals. Like you said, you did a, you did three deals, I think initially it was like a, a few right at the beginning. So I, I didn't get my first deal until five months into the business. So you can understand like really just working okay. and and your gears are working, you know, and then you're, you're really discouraged. I will, and I, I will say that a lot of people who start wholesaling get discouraged because it's, it, looks, it looks easy, but really until you start to understand like that, that, that there's systems in place and that it's a relationship thing and it's not just about the dollar, then you start to gain the momentum and then do, and then do more deals. Yeah, and you, you in essence have two customers. And, and again, out of every niche of real estate investing, probably wholesaling is the one that, you know, we haven't done much of at all. I mean, we buy properties from wholesalers, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm a wholesaler by any stretch of the means. Uh, we've really never done it. Andres has done even a little more than, than I have. But when it comes to wholesaling, you have two customers, right? You have the, right. you have the person you're, you're going to be getting the property under contract from. So it's like, in essence, a homeowner. And then you have the person you're selling it to, or, you know, again, flipping the paper, what have you, assigning whatever way that, goes, but then you have an investor or, or a buyer. So when right. you say, you know, you didn't get your first deal to, to five months, you didn't find that homeowner, right? Until five months. Is that, is that what you meant? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I mean, well, like in the process, because there was a lot of deals I was looking at and a lot of them didn't work. When you say didn't work, what, what, what do you mean by that? Like the seller wanted too much money or there was a lien or, you know, things that, of course, when you first start, you think I got a deal and then you don't even think if it works or not. You're just right. so excited that you found somebody who wants to sell their house. Right. You know what I mean? 
And in, and um, in working is really in essence, you're, you want it, you need it to work at a price that you'll be able to flip it, flip the paper to someone else. And right. that's what Emily's speaking of too, especially in this market, especially in this market, this current market, to be able to flip the paper and make money on that is, is impressive because things are more expensive and it's harder people, to find deals. People are so. squeezing deals. Right. Like you're like, where's the, where's the, where's the money? Um, so yeah, I, absolutely. I want to jump in on, on this case because I get wholesale deals every single day. And what makes a difference between me, um, Trusting that person is how he presents the deal to me. So what you guys are talking is yes. exactly what it is. Yes. Sometimes people send the deal to me, oh, it will cost uh, 10000 to rehab. No, it won't. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be able to make money. So for the wholesalers out there, and I know, Emily, you're on the same page, uh, we need to know exactly how much the rehab will cost. So you will get the credibility when you're speaking with the investor and you know that the investor has a gap there that he can make money on. And otherwise, you, are just, you don't have uh, space there to sell that property under a good price for the right. investor. I, I will say when I first started and under, like, it's so easy to say, okay, you want this price and then you find out how much the house can sell for. But I feel like I was, I doubted, I had so much doubt on myself when it came to repairs that I would, I would literally pick up the phone and call contractors and be like, I need help because I don't want to push this deal, ruin my reputation. I want to, I want to give an honest rehab number and make sure that this deal works. So, um, but then once, once you start seeing, like you make relationships with, with your investors and you start seeing the deal, like how much a 15,000 repair bid looks like compared to a full blown, like top to bottom renovation looks like, then in your mind, you're able to kind of put the pieces together and see, okay, this is going to be 30,000. This doesn't need that much work. Can we cut corners here? And then really, really understand. And then like, you just start getting so confident after time and you think, I've got this. And then next thing you know, you go to a house and you say, it's going to be $50,000. And it comes in like 52000 And you still kind of brush it off like I was, I was right on the money, you know? There you go. There you go. And so for the ladies out there that are thinking about starting real estate and thinking about wholesaler and they... You are so young, you're 21, and they think, well, I don't have experience in construction, so I'm not going to even start. What would right. you say to them? Um, I would, I would, I don't know. I would, I would say like, I would really like look at anything that you've done in life. Like really, did you see yourself doing one thing? And you really never see yourself doing anything. You kind of fall into it. And it's like you, you have this passion to be more and then you, like you just keep going and um, you find something in your mind that works and then you just take little steps towards it and work towards it. I like that. Just to shift, to shift gears too, you know, in terms of wholesaling, so much of it is marketing. You know, how you market the deal, how you market the, you know, to get the homeowner to call you because every, every, everyone sees that I buy house signs or, you know, and, and you're, you're up against a lot of competition when it comes to that. And then right. you have, and, and then you have the, the competition of the investors, right? So the investors have other wholesalers to go to. So you're kind of up against a lot of, you know, uh, you know, different, different uh, competition. So 
what would you say in order to have done 40 deals and, and to do it at such a, you know, quick rate? I mean, you did it quickly. What marketing, you know, strategies and, 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 you know, you know, what, what way did you go with that? I would say a lot of it is like, number one, it's brand, it's brand building. It's getting your name out there. It's letting people know who you are. And also um, tying that in with, with, with your reputation, um, but when it comes to marketing, I think that it, it all goes down one path. It's inbound marketing and it's getting people not only spinning your wheels to find them, but creating something that makes people reach out to you. And a really good example would be, and for, for wholesaling, if this goes with, with realtors and wholesalers is for example, say you, say you have a website and both web and both pages are selling a white t-shirt and what's going to differentiate you from buying a t-shirt on this website to this one. Well, one website has really great pictures. They've got videos, they've got PayPal, they have everything at like in the same place. And it goes the same for your business in real estate. And it's the way that you market, you have a page. It looks attractive to the eye and it's all about quality because with quality, it brings trust. And so I think that goes for not only um, your, your buyers coming to your page, but also the sellers, you know? Mm. Got it. So for the marketing piece, majority of your deals are coming from online or you also do direct marketing? The, the, the majority of my, of my deals do come from online. And I would say Facebook is a huge source because it gives you such like narrow, narrow, um, narrow characteristics to target the right people. And so learning to find the right people to target, then I think Facebook is a great resource for that. How do you navigate that when you move into new markets? So like you mentioned, you had, you had done a lot of deals in your, you know, kind of focused areas. And now you're, you know, as you expand, you're doing deals in other kind of regions, other markets. How do you do that? I mean, how have you done that, so to speak, from a marketing perspective when you've expanded, uh, you know, your geographical location per se? Um, Really, I would say when it comes to expanding, I have really focused on realtors because I know that that their business comes from selling houses and from listing houses. And so knowing that, that this is their business and every time you see a realtor finds a deal and they think, oh, this deal is so ugly. I'm not, nobody would ever buy this. I'm not going to list it. But they don't know that there are people who see that as, as, as that is what they're looking for. They're not looking for clean cuts, for perfect roofs, for, for perfect, even foundations. So targeting realtors in, in each market. And it's so easy going on Facebook and, um, and going to the right, well, just typing in, say, for example, San Antonio Realtors. There's so many pages that allow you to find, find those realtors and connect with them. And they see face-to-face, like they see your profile. They see that you're a real person. Mm-hmm. And if you, build, if you build your brand around that, then it's, it, it's almost like, what would you call it? It's like building a report and your Facebook is like a blog pretty much. And they go and they see you're doing deals. You have the connections. You're, you're, you're a mover and a shaker in the industry. Hmm. That's an interesting strategy. So really Facebook has been a way you've built your 
not only built your reputation, but you record what you're up to. So then if someone's like, who's this Emily girl, then, you know, Absolutely. they'll go into your face, you know, your Facebook page, and then they'll be able to assess your kind of credibility from there. That's an interesting strategy. Right. And it, and it definitely has worked for me. I, for instance, I think it was my, I don't know, my fifth deal I did, I did a video and I'm, and I'm thinking I did a live video and I had, I don't know, like 80 people on my live video and the guy recording the video was like, gosh, like, oh my gosh, what's happening? And I didn't realize until I finished the live video showcasing the outside of a house that I was selling and telling the story of like, of, of the beauty of just of how beautiful it was and it's for sale. And are you an investor? But I didn't realize the power of videos until that moment. And not only like, did people see that I was like somebody real, but they saw my personality. They got to see like my, my flair and how young I was. And, and I think when you show like how excited you are through the video, that people get excited and they want to know, they want to say, I want to do real estate investing. I want to be like that, you know? So that was a huge turning point for me doing my first live video and seeing so many people engage and just create a community. It was almost like, like I have like a million cheerleaders around me. That's so funny. You were saying that. I think that that that's also what differentiate you from other wholesalers. Um, the ones that I do business here, I can count in like one hand. But the amount of people right. that call me saying, I am a wholesaler, what you're looking for, and I give them all my criteria and never heard back from them again. Right. And it's just, uh, who are they? Are they even like real or is just like a machine calling people and getting information? So one thing that I want to point out about wholesaling it is, it is um, a very important piece of my business. And I do appreciate all the work that the wholesalers do out there because it's, because it's not easy. The follow-up that they need to do sometimes to catch the homeowner, home catch in the sense of getting touch with the homeowner that don't return the calls or don't return the, the piece of mail that you send or the follow-up. Talk about it a little bit, Emily. What's involved on it and how many times people need to keep going until they say, no, I'm, this deal is done? Yeah, that's, I've had so many deals where I think, how, how am I here right now? Are we, Ugh, you just have to stop in your tracks and think how, how hard you've worked on following up. But again, I'm going to tie in relationship building because a seller can have a higher offer. Like, like they can have an offer. Let's just, let's just use 60,000. They can have an offer at 60,000 and you're offering 52,000, but how much like, but, but when you really try to build a relationship and not only just say, I'm going to buy your house, but understand their family. For example, I had a seller, I sat in the house that she was cleaning out and she was going through pictures of her family and she was crying. I mean, selling a house is emotional, you know? Yeah. So when I, when I really put myself in that moment, in that position with her and understanding that like, Hey, I, I understand it's not easy. I understand it's an emotional process. I'm here to like, to hold your hand and, and we're family, you know? So really approaching it like with the homeowner, some of them are going to be a little bit aggressive, 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, because their defense mechanisms are up, they're like, I'm going through foreclosure. Whoa. But for, but for that moment, I realized just putting yourself on the same level and understanding with them, not thinking so much about the money, but so much about the relationship that when you focus on like just the humankind instead of the dollar, I think it just, it, it just puts you miles apart from the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I have had the same experiences as, as Andressa. You know, we'll, we'll talk to folks that are getting into wholesaling and they'll say, what's your criteria? And, you know, I want to build a relationship and never hear from them again. So, you know, right. I think what you're, and what you're saying is so true in real estate investing. It's really true in life. But you're putting the relationship before the transaction. Right. And so much of real estate is, can be very transactional, whether it's, you know, finding tenants, whether it's finding investors, whether it's finding homeowners, right? It's all right. can be very transactional in, 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 its, in its form. But what mm-hmm. you're saying is so powerful because it is about the relationship first. Yeah. And sometimes you may not be able to help homeowners, you right. know, and, and that's, okay. I'm sure you have, have examples of that, but it's, I just I think that's awesome that you have that, you have that perspective and, and look how successful you've been at it. So yeah. it's not and, just a nice thing to do, but it's, it's obviously what you believe. Right. And also it's yielded such fantastic results for you. So. And I would say the same goes for my for my buyers when I think about, because I, I only have a few buyers, I, I really keep on hand that mm-hmm. I have a relationship with, but understanding like their goals, like where they want to go and understanding the properties that they're looking for, like not sending them everything, but really like putting so much attention to, to, to where they want to go, you know, and, and how many properties you need to do to, to reach your goal. And um, just making it a win-win, you know, because you never know by taking care of that relationship and really exceeding their expectations in, in, in other times after, you know, because wholesaling is just a stepping stone. But after that, you never know when they're going to, when, when you're going to need their help. They could be a private money lender on a deal. You guys could even partner on a flip or they could, I mean, it, it never, it, the opportunities are endless really. Uh, yeah. And I was just going to say too, with, with wholesaling, so many people do think it is a stepping stone, but yet everyone needs deals. Everyone needs properties, no matter if you're new in this business or we've been doing it for you know many years. And Justin and I both have been doing it for, for many years. And if you ask me right now, do you need, what do you need? I would say we need more properties to flip out, you know, straight, straight out. That's a goal of ours. And that's a need right. of ours right now. So it's never something that goes away. Like, Oh, I, I'm good. Unless you're done with building your portfolio and that's possible. But <laughs> We're, we're, we're in the growth stage. So is Andressa and so are you. So you right. know, I think that's so, such a good point that, you know, it, it is a stepping stone, but it's also, it's an important strategy in your, if you're going to be an investor, especially if you're flipping property or you're in that, in that business, even rental business, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that finding, finding wholesale deals. So I just want to make like a, such a good point that you just said about sending your buyers. You don't need to have a, a hundred buyers on your in your list you have to right. have solid buyers on your list right sometimes i receive emails every day and i was like why are you sending me this i have no interest in those areas so you didn't hear you 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 didn't hear me you didn't you didn't connect with me and what you're saying there if that is done if the connection between the wholesaler and the buyer is done 
we know that you have our back and vice versa. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of a phone call and say, I got what you're looking for. Here are the numbers. I'll text it to you. Come see me in 15 minutes and we get the deal done. Because I know that you're not going to waste my time. If you're calling me and asking me to check the the deal up, I know that you already know my criteria and you're not going to waste my time. That is such key. Time wasters. Uh. (laughs) In all the deals you've done, I'm curious, what has been your craziest wholesale, you know, deal. So when it, when it comes to the homeowners, like what, what deal when, when you think of it, like just, wow, this was the most, this is the most craziest one. So hopefully it'll have a good ending, but <laughs> I'm just curious because you deal with homeowners all the time. I, I'm so much more removed from that. So I'm really curious, you know, what, which one? I don't know. I would say crazy is uh, wholesaling. So when you, you're faced with like a lot of emotional like moments, but I've had some really scary moments, you know, going into houses by myself and like being like, I'm surprised that I'm in like one piece, you know, sometimes <laughs> I have to think like how, and that uh, was just being fearless and stupid sometimes. But I would say the one deal like that really stuck with me um, came I, I was driving for dollars my first year and I stopped and I remember I remember hearing just like this this one this one phrase if you don't see a hose in front of the house it might be vacant and so I didn't see a hose on this house and so I got out of my car and like the grass was like mowed everything like you know was was okay it was sound and I got out and I saw like little flyers on the ground and I'm thinking, this is interesting. This, this is a vacant house. And so I knocked on the neighbor's door and I ended up getting their number. And it turns out that these two women lived in, they lived in, um, they lived in Houston and one woman was epileptic. And so she had like seizures. And then the other one, um, she had a disease where like it started to eat eat her eat her fingers it was so sad my heart breaks but anyways um I ended up just working with them on the phone and I really focused on building a relationship and I got to talk with them and um they were very like they were just in a horrible position they didn't have money to get to to go back to this house that was that was that once belonged to their mother who passed away and left their things in the house and so I ended up sending them a contract. I sent them money. I said, you know, I'll send you guys money if you sign this contract. And so I sent them, I think like 300 bucks. I know when, when you're, when you're a wholesaler, people say, don't send them money before you buy the house. But something has, it's always worked for me, you know, sending them money, being a giver and then being, and then receiving the fruits after. And so I sent them $300 being fearless, you know, and being confident that I was going to get this deal done. And they um, used that money to buy new tires for their car so they could drive down to San Antonio. And when they got there, I remember it like it was yesterday, the garage door is opened, you know, and there's one sister standing there. And all of a sudden I just hugged her and I'm like, Oh, this is crazy. And so then I walked inside and met the epileptic, the, the sister with the epileptic seizures. And she just hugged me and said, like you're the you're the one we're supposed to sell this house to and God brought you into our life and 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 you're here for a reason and I just couldn't help but cry and so um, we ended up getting the deal done I wanted to flip it myself I was going to raise private money but the day we were going to close on the deal my guy 
didn't even answer the phone. So I had to wholesale the deal. But we got the deal done. They they walked away with I think forty thousand in equity from the house, and they were able to really just start over and just have a good conscience about where the house was going. And so, and I think what you're saying, I love, I, you know, there's so many twists and turns. I'm sure you've dealt with. You know, in, in some ways, you've probably been a therapist, right, to a lot of homeowners. Yes, I would think. <laughs> but I, what you're saying to Emily is so so refreshing because. People often think, especially with wholesaling, like you're, you're trying to screw the homeowner or that's right. what a lot of people are fearful of. And the really good wholesalers don't do that. And, and especially the ones we work with or, or you know, intend to work with, they, it's a win-win. And, and it's okay that you're selling the property to someone else and you're very upfront with that. But you also just shared too in your experiences that you've, you've helped these people and, and it is a win-win. You're not trying, you're, you're helping the homeowner just as much as you're helping the investor and you're helping yourself. And right. that's way, the way it should be because you know, if one person wins and everyone loses, that's, no one's going to want to do that again. So right. I, I think what you're saying is uh, very refreshing because more, more wholesalers should, should feel that way and should do that. I think they'd be more successful too. <laughs> the, uh, you know, the other thing I, I had a question on and about you, Andressa, um, is you work with your twin sister, your partners with your twin sister. My partner in crime. Yes. So, you know, so we could probably have a whole, whole interview just on, on that topic. So we you know, want to be mindful of that. But I, I do, I'm just curious, how do you divide the, you know, your, how do you divide the tasks? It's your best friend. She's also your, you know, business partner. You, you were, you know, you've been with her since you've been born. How did that happen? And how do you divide the tasks? So you're both on the same page. How do you make that work? Um, you know, I, I stop and think sometimes to be a twin and to be in the same business is a little challenging, but I think to be able to grow with your sibling and want to see them succeed, want to pull them up and want to be great together, I think that has been such a blessing. Um, and so I think that we both acknowledge that if I win, she wins. And seeing that, that at the end of the day, we have each other's back, that, that no one's going to come in, in, in between our relationship um, is, is pr it's pretty apparent between the both of us. But when it comes to, to working deals together, she knows that I'm good at one thing and she is good at another. And we really just try to respect that and focus on what we're good at. And so for her, she, she supplies obviously resources for finding what the houses are worth and, and other things like that. But for example, like we just did a deal. She found the seller from Instagram and she said, I have this deal, but I really don't know how to market it. And I don't want to obviously get in trouble with, with my brokerage either. So we do deals under under my LLC. And then obviously I make sure that she's taken care of for bringing me the deal and working together. But more importantly, it's just wanting the best for each other and, and respecting the boundaries that are drawn. It's really interesting. It's like a, that's a whole story within itself, you know, like the, the twin sisters that are just like making it happen in, in uh, Texas and elsewhere. I love it. I'm, I'm going to have to send you a picture of the both of us. Please, so. please we'll yeah. put it up there on the show notes. Um, we look, we look so similar. Oh, that's, that's really neat. That's really neat. Um, but before we get to the, the fabulous three questions, uh, you know, where, where can listeners learn more about you? I would say Facebook, obviously. <laughs> I'm a Facebook queen. Um, Facebook.com 
forward slash Emily Snyder. And we also, um, I, I have a shared Facebook page with my sister. Um, it's facebook.com forward slash Snyder twins. And then, um, I don't know, you guys can message me through there. And, and then I'm working on a website right now as well. For There you go. That's exciting. So it's www.emilysnyder.com. Perfect. And all of this, guys, are going to be on our show notes, so you can check it out later on. And for the fabulous three questions, I'm going to get started. Uh, so the first one is, Emily, uh, what's the most transformational book you have ever read? Um, I would say, well, I, I would say I'm currently exploring and reading it, but I would okay. say it's the Bible. Okay. And there's a lot of there's, it's more, it's not like the physical things of the world, but it's more spiritual. It's more things that we don't see and understanding how the world works and the wisdom that's inside of us. So, Great. The second one is, what's the most powerful routine you do to create a financially free and balanced life? Waking up with gratefulness. Wow. Do you have a routine specifically that you do? Affirmations, visualizations? No, just... Just um, not really throwing myself out of bed and feeling like the world is, I have to chase it, but understanding that I create my own, my own legacy and my own destiny and, I, and, I'm in, and I'm in control of everything. Awesome. Awesome. And which woman, famous or not, has inspired you the most? This is going to be obvious, but my twin sister, <laughs> of course, and my mom, but my, my sister for sure. And so. why is that? Why is that? Um, I just growing up with, with a twin sister, she teaches me so many things about myself and she's been like a mini mentor in a sense and showing me what, what friendship is really about and, um, unconditional love and, and everything. So my sister. beautiful, beautiful. Well, Emily, thank you so much for being on our show. Your, uh, your insight into wholesaling, and I'm sure you're going to be up to a lot of neat things as, as you continue on here with your real estate adventures. So thank you so much, Emily, for coming on our show. We really appreciate all your uh, insight and story. And I, I have a feeling we're going to hear a lot from you as you continue on with your, your real estate you know, adventure and all, all the things that you're going to, I'm sure, lead into. Yes. So. So yes, thanks thank for being you. on today. Thank you so much for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks yeah. a lot. I'm going to keep looking for the hoses, <laughs> for the big houses. <laughs> okay, All right. Hear the stories. All right. Have a good day, though. Thank okay, we'll you. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to receive updates on our next interviews, go to our website, therealestateinvestor.com. There, you can subscribe to our show, become part of our investor community, and get updates on upcoming episodes. If you like our show, please share it with other women who would benefit. And don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And as always, we encourage you to take one action as a result of today's show and put it into motion so you can live both a financially free and balanced life. Thanks for spending time with us. Ciao.